Hey, Dog Walk listeners, you can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball Nip. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball Nips and have a great time on the golf course. All right, Ben Bang, today is Tuesday, December 8th. Welcome to the Dog Walk, presented by Barstool Sports. As always, I'm here with Chief. Chief, how are we doing today? Feel great. Feeling uh, getting back to normal here, back on this schedule. This is a little bit more kind of out there, tinfoil subject, which I like, so I'm excited for this episode. There we go. Outfoil. So so what did we... Um, this is this was also suggested a lot, right? We've mm-hmm. gotten this a few times. It's also been a topic of conversation on Rogan. So it's going to be fun to dive into it. Yeah, and we and we talked about it a little bit with uh, Donnie when Donnie was in town in August. I think we talked, we did all like that history kind of grab bag episode or two, mm-hmm. and this kind of came up. But we didn't really do that Devo dive. It was kind of like a cursory or or whatever uh, throwaway comment. But this this stoned ape theory uh, about human evolution is it's fucking fascinating to me, and also kind of plausible in my opinion. It may it makes sense to me. All right, so the stone ape theory, here we go. Yeah, so I think, you know, with something like this, you can't even really start at the beginning of the theory. You almost have to go back even further to kind of set the stage for what it means to have this kind of rapid evolution. And I, I when you ever talk about, like, ancient history, I have a really hard time conceptualizing how fucking long ago, how fucking long things were in between but I do want to go back all the way to like the time of the dinosaurs almost because that was uh, that's when the earliest known human descendant was found. So like they can match DNA, match all these things, and it's not any it doesn't look anything like a human. It's called there's this thing called a ethereal uh, ethereal, and it looks almost like a possum or a rat. But this was the precursor for all mammals was this fucking rat thing. Uh, that existed, you know, or like a shrew that existed 145 million years ago. And that thing is our descendant. It's a descendant of like most mammals and uh, like marsupials on the planet, including like whales. So when you talk about like how things evolve, they go from like a single cell organism, you know, hundreds of millions of years ago or, or billions of years ago to fungus to, you know, multicell you know, intelligent animals and in, intelligent in quotes to what we are today. It's fucking crazy. And, you know, we've seen like, you know, the asteroid wipes out the dinosaurs, but somehow mammals and this thing live. And then it spurs and like that thing starts learning how to swim. And then, you know, there's, it just goes on and on and on until, you know, we're sitting here in 2020, but there's been like unbelievable catastrophes and like things that happen by chance that lead us to where we are today and so when you when you talk about like the development of humans, like we're the only animal like us, and if the if we've we evolved from something that was a fucking rat to to what we are today, something substantial had to happen to us in our brains that allowed to ha- that allowed us to be sitting here talking into a microphone, and that's where this kind of stoned ape theory comes in because how do you make a jump from something that was a chimp or further back than that a rat into 
couple of guys talking here, people listening all over the world on the internet. Like, like how, like it just blows your mind if you think about it that way. Like we were a rat, then we were a chimp. Now we're, you know, we're still fucking chimps, you and I sitting here, but like we're sophisticated species. It's crazy. Yeah. And then we got Neanderthals like White Sox Dave walking around. Yeah. Two <laughs> percent of all humans on the planet still have Neanderthal DNA. Explain that. I don't even understand what the fuck that so means. So Neanderthal. It's great. I mean, so if you you like, you know, you have your DNA, right? You know what yeah. DNA is, and it gives you your eye color, your yep. hair. My brother was like, Eddie's got better hair than you. It's like, fuck you. How about Eddie. that? That's, that's that was that, that's a narrative being spread on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I spread it, but m- many people like I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw, like, what are you talking about? A lot of people say a new sheriff in town, but continue ne- Neanderthal two yeah. percent. Uh, but so like Neanderthals were another kind of subsect of human that branched off at one point. Uh, or maybe even predated humans, and then humans met them and interbreeded with them, but also killed them off. Like, we're savages. So we, we killed them off, but we also, you know, had sex and bred with them. So somewhere along the way, and there are, and there's another group called the Denisovans that were in Russia, but they have pretty close descendants who, who, with people who are native to, like, or indigenous people to Australia. So it's like there's all kinds of movement and killing and people going extinct but interbreeding enough so like the dna is preserved so that's how that works so it's just like you can there are certain characteristics like a uh i know like your eyebrow like if you have like that ridge on your eyebrow that's supposedly a marker of having um neanderthal dna but they're very similar to humans just just a little like slight physical features that are different but their dna still can be passed down and exists interesting yeah so that was that was like there you go you know but that was probably like fifty sixty thousand years ago. The thing that we're talking about, the earliest humans existed like the way we think of humans today. I think the oldest fossil ever found was three hundred thousand years old, three three to four hundred thousand years old in in Africa. And if if you look at that, um, those fossils versus what existed in chimps 200 you know when we split off our brain size doubled so you go from you know you're talking about white Sox dave still has neanderthal dna and that's still a thing that exists and there's not a lot of physical changes over fifty thousand years so now if you go over a period of time of there's some speculations as as short as two hundred thousand years some say it's two million but in the grand scheme of things this is what i'm talking about where it's hard to conceptualize time that's a snap of the finger like that is to have the human brain double in size in what is considered scientifically geologically all evolutionarily a blink of the eye uh, on on how long it takes for real change to happen it's very significant and unexplained so people have been trying to explain this jump in human development human consciousness all that sort of thing for a long time and one guy in particular and, and his brother also. I'm sorry. Did you say that the the, the fossil found 300,000 years ago? That was how similar was it then? I mean, it's a smaller person. Okay. Okay. okay? It's like smaller stature, but in terms of uh, brain size and uh, what they would deem like how they are cognitively, like how they think and things like that, the way the brain functions, very similar to humans. Oh, okay. So like okay. that's so like the was... first. Like that's a human. Right. Like you could, Eddie, you yourself could go back in time and have sex with this human and you would produce like a child. Interesting. So it's okay. not like you're, you know, it's just, it's just a different thing. Okay. It's just a different time period, but still, still a human. And 
And if you think about, and then so these guys, Terrence McKenna and Dennis McKenna. Terrence McKenna's dead. I want to say he died in the early 2000s, but he was uh, a botanist. He went to Cal Berkeley. He also fucking loved psychedelics and experimenting with psychedelics. And, and he wrote a book about how to grow them and things like that. And this was like, you know, in the 60s and 70s when psychedelics and drugs were becoming a greater part of, I guess it was like an under underbelly or, you know, this other, you know, other culture in the United States where like there was a war on drugs, but then people were doing a lot of drugs. Like you think of like Woodstock and things like that. People were experimenting with, with drugs, but he was experimenting with them, not even recreationally, but as a real scientist. And he kind of developed this theory. And someone recently explained to me that there's a difference between a theory and a high and a hypotenuse. I think you can test the uh, hypothesis rather. I think you can you can test a theory. You can't test a hypo, uh, hypothesis. What is hypothesis? That? Thank you. I said I was feeling good today. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. I'm all getting I mean, tongue tied. Like, it's like seventh grade science fair shit. Chief. Yeah. Thank you. So. Uh, hypothesis oh regroup regroup okay how about we regroup for a second how about this because i'm gonna talk to you about yo next round is about to start you ready yeah yeah just shopping for a car in carvana for real yeah carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever wherever for real that's a ton of car options yep and these are all within my price range for really real you can afford that yeah with carvana and boom just like that i'm getting it delivered in a couple days for really really real you just bought a car for real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hey, Chief, are we, are we regrouped? Do we feel better? I feel better. So okay. let's get hypothesis. into this, what the actual hypothesis is around this. I think I said it wrong again, around this Stone <laughs> Dave theory. Okay, so the, the theory that Terrence McKenna has is that primates, you know, our, our ancestors were living in the jungles of Africa. And back then, because the way the climate was, there were way more of these tropical jungles like the Amazon and these plate in the Congo and Africa where there are just forests and trees and everything. And that's a great place to live if you're a monkey. And if you look around the planet right now, even still, most primates, uh, that, you know, the traditional primates, gorillas, chimps, all that, they live in these tropical areas because there's just an abundance of food, right? Like it's everywhere you look, there's fucking figs and dates and fruits and all these leaves and things like that, things that you can eat. And, um, we went through a, a climate change, they say, you know, maybe like 200 million years ago, maybe less, but somewhere around that, where over a long period of time, all of Africa that had been largely um, jungle started to become more grasslands. So if you think of um, like savannas in Africa now, where you do these safaris, you see all the wildlife. That map in northern Africa, which is now the Sahara, became a grassland and these other places in grassland. So you had this natural range of primates that they were living in trees. And then the trees over time kept like shrinking. The forest kept shrinking because of climate change. So there were higher competition and population density among primates in in those forests because it was just like, we live in the forest. What are we going to do? So these early, 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 early predated humans started being like, wow, we got to start walking out into the grasslands because that's where we live now and come down from the trees and look for new sources of food. So there are all these things like the, the classification of animals called an ungulate, but it's basically any hooved animal. So you're thinking elephants, deer, buffalo, you know, descendants of cows, things like that. They're walking around and they're taking these massive you know, cow pie dumps everywhere. And if you're an early primate, 
you know, you're used to uh, like the Lion King where you're eating grub out of like dead logs and shit. So you know that where where you can find bugs is often you you find, uh, you know, shit like scat. You find that in the in the savanna. You turn it over and you can find worms and things like that if you're like an early chimp human thing to eat. And one of the other things they found growing in this ungulate shit were these fat, juicy, fleshy mushrooms so that were filled with uh, basically psilocybin. So these early primates were walking out into the savanna and looking for food, and they would find these mushrooms. They're like, let's just eat these fucking mushrooms, and they would trip their balls off. Like they would have like this psychedelic reaction for the first time, and that is something that people think unlocked the growth and development of the human brain as we know it today because psilocybin and these mushrooms and and it's still like this is a real thing that's been tested so if you talk about people that have ptsd and this and that uh it's psychedelics are becoming something that's prescribed for people coming back from war they give them mdma they give them psilocybin and it's because um it activates neurogenesis so you're going to have like new pathways uh, develop in your brain from eating these types of mushrooms. You're going to have like these new neuro- neurons form, like I said, new pathways of knowledge. It also, uh, and this is where the PTSD thing comes in, it reduces fear. So one thing that people look to when they're talking about, oh, like the human brain developed like crazy. Well, people say that it was uh, another big, big step towards that was the use of fire to cook food. So to cook meat, to cook food, the mastering of fire. But if you put fire near any other animal even today on earth, it scares the fucking shit out of them, right? Wolves, lions, whatever it is. Everybody just runs away from fire still because it's like fire's fucking scary. It's hot, burns the shit out of you, kills you. The smoke inhalation can kill you. It can kill you in a thousand different ways. But if you're, if you're on psilocybin all the time, it reduces your PTSD and allows you to come back and tackle some of these other uh, factors. And that they think that that is probably being able to have this reduced fear center allowed the people to start mastering things like fire. It also allowed them to um, like think in geometry. So like if you're like that deer is running over there, I'm never going to catch it. But I might be able to throw a spear or a, or a rock or something and hit it in the fucking head to where it's going. Yeah. And so you're but you're so you're seeing like three dimensionally. They're also saying like this is how humans kind of discovered the future where it's like if I can I can have long term success if I make sacrifices now. So like other animals like a lion, they take down a wildebeest or something. They just rip that thing to shreds and get every ounce of meat out you know, off of it as soon as I can. 99% of animals on the planet act the same way. Squirrels will put nuts away for the winter and things like that. But most animals, when they kill something and they're eating, they're eating everything they can until they're stuffed right then. And humans were something we're able to conceptualize the idea of sacrificing the present for long-term stability in the future. Hey, we've been a little long, so we're going to stop it right there. We'll be back tomorrow with part two, where we finally finished up the theory. So. Sorry, all kinds Chief. of monkey shit. We're <laughs> just getting deep into the monkeys and, and mushrooms and all that sort of stuff. So that comes through big time tomorrow. Yep. All right. So we'll see you tomorrow.